Be the right club. Be the right club today. Yeah. I mean, that's better than most. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most. Expect anything different? Welcome, everyone. We have uh, Tron Carter on the line. Big Randy. We uh, wanted to break down one of our favorite times of uh, on the golf calendar every year. It's uh, the start of the web.com tournament uh, finals. Christmas in September. Christmas in September. Guys are playing for their careers. Uh, it's golf at the most meaningful level. So we thought, Tron and I thought um, what we're going to do is this will probably be the first of either two or three episodes and uh, we're just going to kind of break down the, the format, the venues, maybe touch on some, some individual players that catch our eye, uh, guys that we're kind of rooting for, um, guys frankly I didn't know were still playing golf. Um, and just kind of try to take a deep dive in, into the web.com uh, playoff format. So, with that said, Tron, welcome. How are you doing this evening? I'm great, man. It's a little, a little rainy in Atlanta here. It's kind of kind of messed with my vibe, killing my vibe down here. I was out posted on the porch, but had to relocate inside. So, yeah, you... I'll try not to. Trying not to put a damper on you. Well, I was I was telling you earlier. I just moved into a new apartment. Um, kind of got a heat wave going on here in the Midwest, and I have air conditioning in my bedroom, but not in the rest of my apartment. So, shirts optional for the time being. Uh, pretty toasty, but we'll uh, we'll try to get through this. So, that said, I guess let's dive into. Um, I know. The, let's dive into the format and kind of what's what's on the line, what's at stake, uh, how how's everything determined, all, all that good stuff. Because the the tour made some pretty drastic changes a couple years ago, and if you're anything like myself, it's it's taken me a little while to to really understand um, what these four events really are and, and what they mean. So. I guess long story short, this is the opportunity for guys to earn their PGA Tour card for next year. And so there are 50 cards available, and as of right now, they have already handed out 25 of those 50 cards. And those 25 cards that have already been handed out have gone to the top 25 finishers on the season-long web.com money list. So those 25 guys have their PGA Tour card, and there are 25 more cards available. I love the fact that it's an actual, like, it's a physical card. Yeah, which I didn't, I, I wasn't quite sure that was the case. That is very cool. So... 
I don't know if you carry that every day in your wallet, if you put that in a safe place or, or what. Um, but anyway, kind of getting back on topic and, and ending my, my, my big overview. Um, so we know the FedEx Cup, they take the top 125 FedEx Cup. Those guys earn their card for next year. Now, the guys that finish 126 through 200 on the FedEx Cup, end-of-season FedEx Cup standings, those guys all have the opportunity to come to the web.com playoffs and, and, and play to earn their card for next year. So we have 75 um, guys that have played last year on the tour. We have our top 25 web.com full year money winners who already have their card. They're invited to these four playoff tournaments. And then they also invite the finishers, the number 26 through 75, so another 50 guys from the full season web.com money list. So we're looking at about 75 and 75 is, is 150. You throw in a couple uh, guys on medical exemption trying to play for a card. Um, you take out you know, guy like uh, Tiger, who has status for next year, but was in that 126 to 200 range. Unfortunately, he won't be in the playoffs. Um, so it, it's yeah. So it's about 150 guys for 50 car. Well, 100, 125 guys for 25 cards, and then we are, we also have 25 guys who have their cards who are playing for priority ranking. I'm not sure. Hopefully, this will make sense. Have I done a good job explaining this? Yeah, no, I think it's about as well as you're going to do. I don't think, uh, you know, I mean, basically, you got 50 out of the top 75 on the web tour still playing for their card, and then, you know, 75 guys from the PGA tour. Some of the, some of the young guys in the lack pop can't play veterans. Yeah. Grinding it out there, so. Yeah. So, and and now this is now what's changed is this is the only way. I mean, really, unless you go the Jordan Spieth route and just ball out on sponsors exemption, this is the way guys have to earn their cards now. The Q schools they've done away with with the Q school. Um, there still is Q school, but the, the winners, quote unquote, winners of from Q school, they earn their web.com card instead of their PGA card. So. Really, the web.com playoffs are are the avenue to earn a PGA card, and so I guess you know, personally speaking, that's what fascinates me so much about this uh, stretch of play. Is like I said, guys guys are playing for their career. You have guys in their 40s who who are trying to you know get that card one more year, kind of stuck in limbo between you know they're not. They don't have senior status yet. Um, you have a bunch of young guys year after year looking for their card. Um, yeah, so. Do you think, I mean, do you think that they should have just, uh, it kind of bothers me that it's like an all or nothing proposition with the whole, the whole uh, new qualifying setup a couple of years that they put in place before, I guess it was before 2013, where it's like, I, I felt like, you should, like, if you go out and just torch the field at Q School, like, maybe those top three guys should just go straight to the big tour. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. 
I don't know. I just don't feel like it had to be all or nothing. But that's neither here nor there. Well, <clears throat> I, I think at Q School, I, I don't know. And I, I, you know, who knows? But my feeling was at Q School is, you know, six days you could get a lot of kind of funky results where if, if you get hot and granted much easier said than done with the pressure but if you get hot over six days you, you can you know you, you can earn your card in six days whereas under this new format you have to put in a good year you know either in the top 75 of the web money list um, or having come from the PGA tour previously to even have a shot so I guess from that standpoint it kind of weeds out some of the fluky um, you know, maybe one-off guys who might have earned their card under the old system, but so it's basically more like baseball instead of say football. Yeah, you know, you got guys just like toiling in the minor leagues, you know, kind of perfecting their craft a little bit before. Which, for the most part, I feel like it's a it's a good thing. Guys learn how to kind of be professional and stuff. So. Yeah, yeah, I think that's fair. So, so that's kind of that, that's kind of a, a, a very high level. Who's who's in? Um, I guess we should say, or I should say, uh, this will be. So the playoffs consist of four tournaments, and the cards at the end are awarded on your total money accumulation. It's it's cumulative, so through the four tournaments. Um, so really, if you win any of the four tournaments and you don't have a card already, you're, you're essentially guaranteed a card. Um, even like, you know, top two, three, I don't know what exactly, but if you have a one really strong tournament, you're, you're pretty much guaranteed a card. Um, and so, so there are four tournaments. Uh, starting The first one starts this week. They play in four consecutive weeks. And the first one this week will be... Um, in Fort Wayne, Indiana, at the Sycamore Hills Golf Club. It's the Hotel Fitness Championship. And they moved to the Small Business Connection Championship down in <laughs> Davidson, North Carolina. They come to my neck of the woods for the Nationwide Children's Championship um, in, here in Columbus, Ohio. And then they wrap it up first weekend of October down at uh, Sawgrass, not on... Not on the TPC Sawgrass, but the Dyes Valley course down there. Um, Which was actually a pretty, pretty solid track. Yeah, yeah. I saw it on TV last year. It was lush. So, yeah, I don't know. what Hotel Fitness actually <clears throat> is. They're a distributor of, one of the world's largest distributors of commercial fitness equipment, flooring, and accessories to the hospitality industry. You learn something new every day. They just got their money's worth. Yeah, well, if it's like any hotels I've been at, they're you know they're deep in the treadmill game, the elliptical, and like I don't know if I've ever seen a free weight above fifty in a hotel. <laughs> um, Maybe one of those physio balls if you're lucky. Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe some bands. Everybody likes some some stretching bands, some resistance bands. Um, I, well, I briefly touched on the courses. I don't know. Let's maybe let's dive into the the four actual venues where where these will be taking place. Um, the so first this uh, the first one um, this week in Fort Wayne looks like they t- 
took it really deep last year. <laughs> like, like really deep. Like, like typical, typical web.com style. Yeah, I think guys will feel at home. Should be, should be a nice birdie bonanza for the PGA guys coming down. It's a, uh, it's a Nicholas course. Um, actually ranked by Golf Digest. It's one of America's 100 greatest golf courses. I was going to say, it looked like... 3 to 04 and then 07 to 12. So. Yeah, I was doing some cursory research. It looked like for this the most current Golf Digest rankings, it's the number four course in, in Indiana. Um, I believe it's private... Private. It's private. I don't know. I don't know if it's in the police report or not. Um, yeah. So twenty under won it last year. Who was that? Bud Colley was that? Yeah, Bud Colley, and then the year before that was uh, Trevor Immelman of okay. the Transitions Lenses family. I think it plays like I don't know seventy two, seventy three hundred, par seventy two. So yeah. Should be yeah, guys will guys will be tech, taking dead aim and uh, trying to knock down flags. I, I I don't know anything about Fort Wayne. This is where I have to be completely honest. Um, you don't want to know anything about Fort Wayne. I, and that's not you know I'm not trying to be mean saying that, but <laughs> it's like wow, Fort Wayne. All right. No man, I've been to Fort Wayne. It's it's bleak. Sorry, sorry to anybody who's from Fort Wayne out there, but I was in South Bend, Indiana this past weekend. And Fort Wayne is like, if you took Notre Dame out of South Bend, that's what Fort Wayne is. Very so, very Rust Belt. Yeah, just, <laughs> there's, I don't know. Ugh, yeah, I'm good. I kind of think of Fort Wayne like the, t- like the Toledo of, of Indiana. I don't know if that's fair or not. Uh, I wouldn't give it that much credit. Oh, okay. <laughs> so after, so this week they'll play in Fort Wayne, and then they go head down next week to Davidson, North Carolina, home of the Wildcats, to where is it? River Run Country Club, and that is not ranked. In, in the North Carolina stable of courses. A, I think it's a club core. One of those club core tracks. Yeah. Um, uh, North Carolina is very deep, though, so I, I don't necessarily hold that against River Run. Um, it is the home of the Davidson Wildcat golf team. Steph Curry might buy this course before it's all said and done. Yeah. And so that's going to be the Small Business Connection Championship. And I don't have any formerly, idea. Formerly the, the uh, Chiquita Championship. Do you have any Chiquita, Chiquita memories? Classic. Do you have any Chiquita Classic memories? Yeah. Yeah. That was, uh, I'm trying to think, probably two years ago, three years ago. Um, I think it was three years ago. I uh, I was just betting on Russell Knox. I was betting on too much web.com stuff, but I was betting on Russell Knox, like three or four weeks in a row got him at 80 to 1 in the Chiquita Classic put 20 bucks on him cleared 1600 um that's nice probably one of my one of my proudest gambling moments looks like Um, Russell Knox that would have been 2011 
So okay, so that was that was about four years ago, I guess then. Yeah. Um, and let's see here. Is Chiquita still based in Cincinnati? Uh yeah. Well, I I said yes, but I think they actually moved. I think they actually moved down to uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. Yeah, yeah, they got some nice sweetheart tax deal or something. Yeah, and I know they got in some hot water with some of their operations down in Central South America. Um, Were they running a legitimate like Banana Republic? I hope so. I, I think so. Um, actually, it looks like dude, oh yeah, Charlotte. International headquarters are in Charlotte. Yeah, that was a big loss for the for the Natty. We were. I'm gonna bring up this this 2011 Shakira Classic leaderboard here. Um, yeah, he went 25 under. There. Uh, now, granted, that was it. That was at TBC Rivers Bend in Cincinnati, though. So. Has really, really has nothing to do with this tournament. I have no idea why we're talking about that. Anyway, neither here nor there. So yeah, I think the winning score here last year was eighteen under. So I, who was Adam Hadwin won it, the Canadian. So again, kind of a typical web winning score, maybe you know, lots, lots of birdies, probably pretty gettable. Sorry, I'm kind of like digging into Chiquita. I don't even know if I. If they, <laughs> They closed their Charlotte headquarters or something. I don't know what's going on with Shakita. So I, whatever I said may have been completely wrong. I have no idea. I'm intrigued, man. I'm about to. After we get off this, I'm gonna get in a wormhole. Yeah, Shakita was paying like paramilitary groups and stuff. This is this is a good kind of wormhole. Um, I gotta get out of here. I gotta I gotta eject. I gotta pull out. Um, so, any idea like what small business connection championship? Like, is small business connection an actual company? Is this kind of like a networking event for small businesses? I have no idea. Let's see. Small business connection. Oh, it's actually a subsidiary of uh, of Allstate. Of a big of a big business. Yeah. Big solutions for small business. Hmm. Looks like it's kind of a clearinghouse for. Allstate, Capital One, LegalZoom, Microsoft, <laughs> Office Depot, and Web.com. It's like a resource center for all these. Are those uh, all their all right. their small business like services? I guess. So anyway, yeah, we got that going for us, which is nice. <laughs> um, we'll then come back up to the Scarlet Course at the Ohio State University here in Columbus, Ohio, for the. Uh, don't say that, dude. I know. They, they make me, though. They make me. Um, that'll be the third. That'll be the penultimate uh, tournament. And that, we were looking earlier. We were kind of joking. Um, I think Justin Thomas won it last year with a winning score of six under par. Uh, so, I mean, this is like... It's kind of like the U.S. Open equivalent on the web.com tour. It's and anytime you get a winning score um, less than double digits, it's it makes you really, take any, notice. Anytime you get a winning score on the web.com for less than fifteen hundred, it, it really is. <laughs> and that's maybe a separate discussion. But why? Like, why is that? Is it just they can't find like enough quality courses to play on? 
Like they just overpower them, or is that like a strategic? I, I, yeah, I mean, I think directive. part of it too is like they can't. I don't think they'd want to set them up that hard, just from a pace of play standpoint. Yeah. Too, you know what I mean? Like the field. I guess the. I, I don't know if I'm speaking out of my ass here, but the field probably pretty bigger, or probably bigger. Um. And they're. I don't know. They're just not. You know, it just wouldn't. I mean, it seems like people want to see birdies. You know what I mean? Like, people don't want to right. see guys just grinding their balls off. I don't know. I, I don't know if that is a disadvantage, though, to certain types of players. Um, I so think that would set guys up for not having... Like, if the whole goal of this whole thing has been to kind of encourage more sustainable success on the big tour, then you would think they would want to set it up more like the big tour, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's what kind of what I was thinking. And kind of, kind of incentivize guys that you know consistency and you know guys that can hit a wide variety of shots instead of guys that can just bomb and gouge and take it mega deep. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. Well, anyway, so this will be this will be a nice kind of change of pace in any event for the web dot com circuit. Um. It's one. Have you ever played the Scarlet Course? I've not. I've heard just. It's. I've heard it's. Sorry, it's brutal. I've heard it's brutal. <laughs> Let it that out. <laughs> um, <laughs> it it is. So I just got the. I had the chance to play it just earlier this uh, this summer, and very cool. It, it's an originally. It's a Alistair McKenzie design. He did Michigan too. He did like Michigan, Ohio State. Yeah. Yeah, he must and have then, done a whole Midwest Midwest tour. Um, like right, I, I think right right before or after he did Crystal Downs. So anyway, yeah, the Scarlet Course. My, from what I understand, Nicholas Jack came in, I believe two thousand seven, and really did a, a big makeover for the course. Um, and, and so the the thing you notice right away out there are the bunkers, just very large. Um, Lots of deep bunkers, very, um, very cool shapes. I mean, I, I'm trying to describe. It. I, I sound like an idiot, um, but but the bunkering is is amazing, and it kind of gives. I mean, you're you're on a relatively flat piece of property in the middle of you know central Ohio, and so there's not a lot of elevation change. But really, the way these bunkers, the the look of them on each hole, you almost feel like, like you don't you don't feel like you're on like just a flat piece of land. Like like the bunkering gives the course really cool definition, and a, a lot of character. Where, you know, you, you kind of feel like there's much more undulation and, and shaping, uh, certainly around the greens and and even you know kind of off the fairways. Than really, I, I think there actually is. Um, that that was the biggest thing I noticed. Um, How do they do it? Like they have, they have two courses, right? Yeah, they, so they have a scarlet course, course and a gray course. Uh, the gray course is nice, but it's it's. Is it more like a college track? They have just, no. They, it's more like a almost an executive track. They have two tees: a forward tee and a, a gray tee. And I think the gray plays at like fifty eight hundred. Um, so it doesn't get 
as much play. I think it's it's a good course for you know older folks and maybe some beginners. Uh, but the Scarlet's where it's at. That's where they play the Ohio uh, high school state championships each year, and it, it's it's semi private, so it's open to all Ohio State students. Um, anybody uh, giving enough money through the Booster Association is free to play. Not free to play, but it has privileges. Um, faculty has privileges. Um, so so it's not just open to the public, unfortunately, or else I'd play out there a lot more. But it, it was nice. To their credit, we, got, we went out there and walked um, with a, uh, I don't know if I should admit this, but we took a, I, I took a, uh, a push cart. Very, very enjoyable, very pleasant walk. First time I'd done that. And it was like 35 bucks. Great value. But yeah, I'd say the one thing is the bunkering. Look out for the bunkering. It's it's crazy. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at pictures right now. It looks, it looks like it's a, it's a nice piece of land. Bones. Good bones. I mean, Mackenzie, you can't go wrong. Yeah. I, I think Jack took it back to its roots. He, I, I think he did a really good job in the restoration. Wow. It, it it is a nice property. They have a really nice clubhouse, uh, restaurant. You know the facilities out there are are really quite good. So yeah, so that's that's the third tournament, and then the last tournament they go down to uh, Sawgrass and play the Dyes Valley course down there at the TPC. Uh, I, I remember watching it last year, but all I remember is just it was just raining. It was just pouring during the during the last. I think the final round. I think it rained all weekend last last year, um, during that event. But it's supposed to be. I just remember it being really lush. I don't know if that was just because it was raining or what. But I'm scrolling through it and there's freaking water on every hole I've pulled up so far. And I'm on. All right. Let's see here. So while you look, I'll just say last year uh, Derek Fatower. Am I saying that name correctly? Yeah. He won. Um, it's like the winning score was 14 under. It's, it's a par 70. Uh, so, again, they're kind of back to at least last year. Um, guys were guys were making birds. Um, I'm counting water on every hole but two. <laughs> so, it, it didn't, didn't leave too much of an indelible mark I mean I guess it was elsewhere in my mind last year when I was watching it is the purse the same yeah a million bucks each each tournament million dollar so what, purse so what does that mean the winner gets 300 instead of 200 no uh, 180 I thought that was the normal payout for a web it could be but that's what they're getting here too huh they're playing for the card that's the big payout they're playing for the love of the game yeah. All right. So that's kind of the very windy, very long version of kind of who's playing and where they're playing. I guess, do you want to talk about some guys now? Yeah, I mean, we can talk about Yeah, like, I mean, kind of like the 25 that have their card. Oh, yeah, let's yeah let's dive into that. It's kind of this, it's a mix of, I mean, it's a smattering of, you know, all sorts of different guys. You got, you know, young guys that are kind of up and comers like Kizire, who's just 
played against him in a few tournaments here in Southeast, and he was just a, I mean, he was a stud when he was growing up, but it seems like, I think he moved down to Sea Island, and he's been, he's been working with Todd Anderson down there, it sounds like he's just, it's like Brett, my, my buddy Brett, who was, who plays on the, he's Monday into a couple of web events, and he plays the e-golf tour up in North Carolina, but yeah, he told me kind of before the year, he said, Kizar's a, a savage, this Peter Malnati guy. Dickie Pride won a couple weeks ago. I think he won the Portland event. Well, um, yeah, Dickie Pride, he's 46 years like old. 46? Yeah. He had like 23 years between wins. Yeah, he won the FedEx St. Jude in 1994. <laughs> um, Alabama guy, though, seems seems like a good dude. Uh, Smiley Kaufman, <laughs> LSU guy. Um, is Smiley his real name? <laughs> I don't know. Let's see. But yeah, just keep that going. Kelly Kraft, uh, former USAM winner, is is one of the twenty five guys who has his card. Um, were you with me when we were? Was that you that was there when we went to the the Masters practice round? Yeah, at Augusta, we saw him eagle uh, thirteen. <laughs> yeah, from this, like the same spot that Mickelson. Yeah, yeah, for hit his sure. Shot from. Maybe a little bit farther back, and he hit it to like. Well, that would have been. That would have been 2012, because he would have been playing that. Um, yeah. After, after winning the, the 2011. Uh, yeah, after winning the amateur. Um, see, so, Smiley Kaufman. I mean, by all accounts, his name is Smiley. I yeah. Can't, I can't find any uh, Carter Smiley Kaufman. So he's from. Uh, he's from Alabama. Went to LSU though. Um, but yeah, other guys that kind of stuck out to me, um, this West Roach guy can play a little bit, I mean, all, shit, all these guys can play a lot, but, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, but, uh, but yeah, he's kind of been bouncing back and forth a little bit the last, yeah, last he's a name, years. yeah, you, that, that's a name you see time to time, um, Jamie Lovemark, he's, I mean, God, you want to talk about a pedigree, that guy, he grew up playing at Torrey Pines, and like, lives in like Rancho Santa Fe went to USC uh, I think he almost won his first pro event like he's he's, he's had player. some injury stuff but he I think yeah. he was down in Jupiter with those guys um D.H. Lee he's kind of bounced back and forth this dude Miguel Angel Carballo is uh did a little research on him because he, he seems to kind of always always be in the mix his nickname is El Tati what does El Tati mean I, I I searched for it I plugged into a translator thing didn't didn't come back with anything uh, so I, it means the Tati it doesn't translate to anything but the only <laughs> thing I, the only thing I found was in Pakistani it's like some slang for the shit so that's that's, that's an awesome nickname that's what I'm hoping it's, it is um, but yeah he's like 36 he's Argentinian um, you know kind of my I'm, 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 I'm hoping at least that him and Andres Romero are boys and Emiliano Grillo I would think those guys kind of roll together <laughs> god so, I hope so 
Uh, probably they probably just menace all the Argentinian steakhouses <laughs> in these <laughs> in these towns that that the web tour frequents. So you uh, mentioned it's good to see Rod Pampling has yeah, his card yeah. back. What was that? I mean, he was. I I just have I have distinct memories of Rod Pampling just doing absolute work. <laughs> out, at the, out at the old international yeah. out in uh, yeah. Castle Rock yeah I feel like he's played well the last few years at the Reno too since they went to a Stableford format yeah. uh, Bronson Burgoon he's a from the southeast I think I remember remember that name from growing up let's see I don't remember where he went to school Texas A&M Bronson Burgoon Texas A&M huh um, he, uh, we had yeah, him and remember that name, and then I always remember uh, a kid named Fielding Troutman, the third. Hold on, seriously? Yeah, Fielding Troutman. Didn't he go third. to WNL? Did he? I don't know. He's been playing playing pro, I think. Oh, no, there was yeah, like well, everybody at WNL was named Fielding Troutman. I feel like I feel like that name is really familiar. Actually, no. Feeling strongly, you're right. He did go to WNL. Um, yeah. No, we he, have yeah. Steve Marino WNL. played his way back on. I was really concerned about that guy for a while. That guy had a lot of game, like a lot of game. Played his way out of the out of the coffin and into the uh, yeah. Oh, he's got a ton of game. I mean, when Neil and I were at Stream Song, he was down. We saw his bag down there. He's won over ten million on tour. It's good to have him back he, he in the was, cut. He was, he was destroying. Like he, I remember he menaced the the uh, West Coast Swing one year. Yeah, he did. He got like a third, a fourth, like yeah. a seventh. Like he just, the guy was on fire. It was like Streb. Um, um. Hey, here's a name. I'm I'm looking at the little write up. Siwoo Kim. He's the youngest guy of the top twenty of the twenty five who already earned their card. He's twenty, Korean, and it says he first qualified at age seventeen for the tour. Like he's back. I don't, I don't remember him, but that's pretty impressive. I would think he's got a lot of game. Yeah, for sure. Um, so what what's the deal with like Patrick Rogers? Well, he's in. He's not allowed to play in the finals because he's already got his card. Is he not allowed to play? I don't think so. Um, I don't think he is. But Oh, okay, I'm reading. Yeah, so he has special temporary membership on tour this season. He also previously secured membership via FedEx Cup non-member points. So, so he's basically gotten his card two different ways. Yeah, I think he already like earned his card one way, so... I didn't realize he wasn't playing. I, I guess I missed all that. Um, Be interesting to see how that how that translates into like priority. Yeah, you know? yeah. I don't know. He's got to be pretty broken up about not being able to play in Fort Wayne, though. I would think. He's from Indy, right? Yeah. That's. Um. This dude, Harold Varner the third. Yeah, that's. I'm glad you said that's. That's actually probably the biggest story. I think. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I mean, I've never seen him play, but I mean, I've seen him play on TV. But supposedly he's long. 
Well, here's why, here's why I say it's probably the biggest story. He is African-American. So I, 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 I'm racking my brain thinking of the last African-American with, with, their, with their tour card besides Tiger. I'm sure it's well, some overlooking Tiger's somebody. Tiger's that's, that's true. That's true. Um, so, so I guess in the, in the, in the, in the, you know, in the grander sense, that's why I said that that's, that's really cool. Um, I know he got, um, and the other reason I know his name, the, which tournament is it? Was it the, is it, I'm calling it the Nissan. What's the one at Riviera now? Oh yeah. Didn't you make the cut there? Yeah, and I think yeah, the, the one of the trucks. tournaments he got in on like a minority um, exemption and and really played well. And he made the cut, yeah. So he obviously had a real good year um, all year on the road tour. Went to East Carolina. Let's see. So he's 5'9", 165. And by yeah. all accounts, he just absolutely destroys the ball. Which I kind of remember at the last regular season event. I don't know if he was getting interviewed by. I think it was Phil Blackmar, who's you know like six 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 seven. This guy five five nine, pretty humorous uh, juxtaposition. He's also allergic to shellfish. Um, yeah, that was the two thousand fourteen. Oh, okay. So it was last year. Twenty fourteen. Uh. Yeah, 2014 Northern Trust opened. Northern Trust. I knew that. Okay, that's pretty good memory. Uh, All right, we'll wrap things up right there today. Uh, Thanks, Tron, for joining me, and thank you all for listening. And until next time, see you later. Be the right club. Be the right club today. Yes! I mean, that's... Better than most. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most!